Hello, hello everyone, hello. So, I want to tell y'all that I'm a live and let live kind of person. I'm a do no harm type of person. The reason why I say that is very easy to listen to my childhood and wrongly assume that um, I am a religionized moralist. I'm not. Um, I'm going to tell you what I think about each and every subject um, that relates to live and let live and do no harm. So let's start off with uh, cohabitation, living together without being married. What are my thoughts on it? I shared it before, but it doesn't hurt to share it some more. Um... I've witnessed uh, people having um, successful cohabitation. So I do think that um, cohabitation can be healthy for a lot of people. I also know that some people are better at being married while living with their life partner. So... I honor both those realities. To me, both are healthy, depending upon who you are. If living together without being married is something you and your partner can do and it causes no problems, go for it. And if you know that you're the type of person that is, no, we have to be married to live together, then stick with that. What I'm a very much into it depends on who you are and what you are. And always be true to yourself and to the one that you're with when it comes to the subject. Uh, Next, how do I feel about polyamory? Having multiple termed lovers and partners. The reason why I say termed because it could be short-term, it could be long-term, it could be medium-term, it could be permanent. The time terms are up to the individual parties involved. How do I feel about polyamory? I love polyamory. I think polyamory is awesome because some people are better at showing their uh, sexual... sexual beingness and romantic limerence with more than one person because they're wired to express healthy romance, healthy sex with more than one person. Some people have even told me and that I'm you know that they just always knew that about themselves. When they, by the time they started learning about the birds and the bees, they just knew that, well, I feel that I want to have my needs met, my romantic and sexual needs met, and one person can't meet all those needs, so I'm better off meeting having those needs met by different people. And I remember them also telling me this and they don't mind you knowing. 
is that um, they felt like I just love a variety of good people. I want a variety of good people of all human statuses. So I'm a fan of polyamory. Next, what are my views on polygamy? Marriage to multiple partners. Well, I've shared it before, but let me share some more as I say before. I th- polygamy has worked well for some people. Um, no trauma complexes to the children. No trauma complexes to the adults. There was no tabloid talk show verbal behavior. There's no tabloid talk show nonverbal behavior. Um, There was no deadbeat absent parenting. No one had to go to child support. No one had to go to court. Um, They just figured out the financial budgeting and they spent the amount of time that's satisfactory to everybody involved. None of the kids complained or the adults complained. They were just They all got along well with each other and they looked at the other wives as mother figures and they and they in certain cases they looked at the dads as father figures and sometimes they all lived in the same home had different rooms sometimes they all lived in different homes but they were always like nearby never too far away and there was never any um, concerns. It was, well, um, no jealousy, all compersion. Um, and um, everybody was age appropriate, intellectually appropriate, psychologically appropriate, mostly appropriate, came to the children. And, and whatever the grown whatever the grown folk business that adults did, they never did it when the kids were in the home. When the kids were out of the home, it could be a school, or the kids were with their at relatives' house, like uncles, aunts, grandma, grandpa. That's when the sex would normally happen. That's when they would sometimes have group sex. Sometimes they would all have individual sex with the one person they're all married to. And when I say father figures um, and mother figures, um, I'm talking about polyandry and polygyny as well as polygynandry. I mixed all three by talking about polygamy. And I'll get to those three after. But, you know, um, you know, it could be how a woman married to multiple men or a man married to multiple women, because there was a village, because they all used their resources to be helpful, and because they um, used their brilliance, they used their... um, their neighborliness. That's why the children lived successful lives as kids 
And when they were adults, they still live successful lives. And I've heard it, I've talked to people from other countries who were in polygamous dynamics. They were in polygamy. And they would visit America with their wives. I'm like, but they're married over there. So they're not breaking American laws here that outlaws polygamy. Polygamy is permitted where they live. They're just visiting America. And I've talked to polygamous women, polygamous men. And I never heard much horror stories other than, well, you hear sometimes there were some certain parts of Africa, the Middle East, as it's commonly called, where... You hear about misandry, you hear about misogyny, you hear about domestic violence, you hear about having sex outside the polygamy agreement, you know, the cheating. You hear about the abusive ways of dealing with children, you know, the rage and they beat the kids. Um... I feel like um, I've heard of those stories, but not much. Most of the stories I heard about polygamy were positive stories. And so overall, I love polygamy. I think it should be legal because I think it should be legal everywhere. I think polygamy has helped some people. You know, polygamy is for some people. Some people feel like I am my best in terms of being an excellent spouse by having more than one spouse. It's a part of their nature. Marriage is a part of their true inborn identity. And having multiple commitments is also part of their true inborn identity. So I feel that polygamy can actually be a good thing if it fits your intrinsic core of what makes you yourself. Uh, So I love polygamy. Next, what are my thoughts on polyandry, the marriage of a woman to multiple men? I love polyandry, and I'll tell you why. There are, I've met women from other countries who have said, look, I... And the kind of personality where I like good men of all kinds and having just one makes it feel like I'm missing out on all the good kinds of men. And it has nothing to do with vanity nor greed. It has nothing to do with gluttony. It has nothing to do with addiction and with extremity at all. I've met women who felt like, well, I want a shy, quiet man. I want an outgoing, sociable man. I want a man that's a mixture of shy, quiet, outgoing, and sociable. 
And they said, the other man, I want a man who is... They said, I want a man who... They said, I like short men and tall men. So I want a... I want a tall man. But I also want... I want a short man. And they said, I want a medium height average man. And then they they said, I want me a dark, handsome man. I want me a light, handsome man. I want me a brown in between dark and light man. And they said, those are... I've met women who have said, those are my favorites. They said, I like, I want me a black man, I want me a white man, I want me a Middle Eastern man, I want me an American man, I want me an indigenous man, I want me a Hispanic man, I want me an island man, I want me a foreign man. And that worked out well for the for women who were in polyandrous marriages. They're like, I have every type of man that my heart is pleasurably stimulated by. These are good men who meet all of my preferences. And all these men enjoyed being married to these women. You know, I've met each woman who was in polyandry in other countries where it's it's not frowned upon the law doesn't say you can't. It's just where they from. It's what they told me. And they said, we, we're just filled with gratitude. We're filled with humility. We're filled with contentment. We're filled with joy. We're filled with excitement. We're filled with, we're filled with peace. And we're all kind to each other. Um, there's no big ego, there's no competition, um, there's no fights, no arguments, um, there's no pettiness, we're just all glad to get along with each other in terms of good men get along with other good men. And they all get along with me as a good woman. You know, that's what each of these women told me. And they don't mind y'all knowing. They said, man, we don't even do sexual comparisons. That's what they said. It's like, that's something that America does all the time. And they said, where I'm from, we don't really do sexual comparisons. We're just into, hey, if I can have excellent sex and excellent romantic love. We focus more on the personality. And they say, don't get me wrong, like Americans, we have sexual likes and sexual dislikes. We just don't obsess over like Americans do. And when they said that, they said, you're exempt because you don't fit the sexual um, comparisons, descriptions. And you don't fit the sexual obsession descriptions either. They said you're exempt. And then I remember that they um, would definitely uh, tell me, uh, you know. And some of them started flirting with me. They're like, Antonio, 
if you ever come to my country, you're going to be my next husband. You're going to be a part of the husband crew. Yeah, I've met women who've told me where I'm from. When we get, you know, if when I see you again and you're in my country, I am I'm going to you're going you're going to wife me up cuz I'm going to husband you. I've met women in polyandry who want me included. And I gladly said, "Oh, absolutely." And they got excited. I did too. I've met women who said, "Antonio, you want to do polygamy with me?" They're like, "And which leads?" And I said, "Absolutely." And they were, and they too got excited. Um, now, polygyny, the marriage of a man to multiple women. I have to be honest here. I've had that desire for years. I've had it, like, because I, I've always liked, I've like, see, I think, I think monogamy, we all know what monogamy means. I think monogamy is beautiful, as you all know. I'm an ambiamorous person. So I love monogamy and I love non-monogamy. I do both excellently. Um, I'm not a cheater, I'm not somebody to cheat with, so I don't have any commitment problems. But what I'm saying is, is that in terms of polygyny, um, I've met a lot of women who have said, Antonio, can we do, can we have a polygyny arrangement? Can we all just be your wives? I said, that is fucking wise right there. That is something I damn sure would do. Yes, because I I've met a lot of good women who go, well, if you're with somebody else, I'm not going to be happy because America says marriage is between two people and that's it. So I've met women from foreign countries, even here, who go, Antonio, we're going to do polygyny. We are so going to do polygyny because there's not a lot of gentlemen around and you are the rarest gentleman I've found. And I can't stand like somebody being with you and I can't. So, um... It's, we can be together, but us good women, we, we don't have to make arrangements on, okay, Mondays, I have sex with Antonio. Tuesdays, you have sex with Antonio. Wednesday, so-and-so has sex with Antonio. Thursday, so-and-so has sex with Antonio. Friday, so-and-so has sex with Antonio. Saturdays, so-and-so has sex with Antonio. And Sunday, so-and-so has sex with Antonio. And they said, no one can have more sex than the other. We gotta have sex with them equally each and every day and each and every night. And they said, he has to have date night with us every day and every night. Because, well, they all, all these good women said, well, once, once a day, we gonna have to do lovey-dovey shit. (laughs) 
And they said, well, he's going to have dinner with me, lunch with me, breakfast with me. This, you know, each weekday, he can have three meals with all with all of us, but one a one one at one a day, three times each day. Okay, one good woman. We eat together three times. Monday, the other good woman. Tuesday, and the pattern continues. It's like three meals a day with one woman each day. And I just felt like I would totally enjoy polygyny. I absolutely would. Because it's like, um, I don't, I, I don't do, I don't judge. Like, what's the best way to put it? I'm not one of those guys that says, if your vagina's small, if your vagina's big, vagina's medium, it's not going to work. I don't feel that way. I don't really care about that. It's hairy. It's it's um, hairless. It's somewhat hairy. I don't really care. As long as you keep it clean, I don't give a fuck. And there's some... Well, Antonio, well, I just like... I like medium size and size breast, big breast. You know, something to delight in. Hand, tongue, you, you get it. But um I take small breasts. I'm not gonna turn out a good woman who's got small breasts. That's just dumb in my opinion. That's just stupid. Um I feel like, um, now, I like women who have, um, (laughs) oh God, I'm feeling nervous. I like women that have medium to large gluteus maximuses, but I'll take women with small buttocks because, but you have the character concept down pat. We're good. Come on aboard. That's just me. Um, I like hips. Hey, I'm a hips man too. Wide bearing, but she ain't gonna have that. That is it's cool. She can. We're gonna still be together. That's it. And um, I feel like. Um, I feel like for me, that polygyny would work out fine. Um, you're probably wondering why you like big butts and Sonio and wide hips. Um, hands to handle and tongue fun. Next, polygynandry. Yeah, I love, I love polygyny, by the way. Polygynandry. Whew. The marriage of multiple men to multiple women. I've actually been told that it's been successful. 
in terms of the majority of people I met who are were in legal polygynandry situations, you know, each husband had their own wives and each wives had their own husbands. It's like because they 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 got what they liked and needed in each person. Like if they need a person who's into sports, I got I got that spouse for that. If I need if you're a nature person, I got a I got the spouse for that. Or, you know, I'm into like jigsaw puzzles and board games and card games. I got the spouse for that. Or if, if a person is into um Knitting and crocheting and um, and 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 they're really into clothes. I got the spouse for that. So those are examples of how Pelagian and Andrew work well, and I think that. Um, It, and it worked well also because people understood that, hey, I don't expect one person to cross all my checklists. That's what other humans are for. You know, I got a spouse who is into fitness, healthy. I got a spouse who is into um, Connect Four and playing like Uno and playing bingo. I got a spouse who is into like architecture and watching architecture shows and they talk about how you build houses and build um, institutions. So I think polygynandry is mesmerizing. I love polygynandry. So overall, I think polygamy should be legal everywhere. I think polyandry should be legal everywhere. I think polygynandry. I think polygyny should be legal everywhere. I think polygynandry should be legal everywhere. And I say that because I I like polygynandry because um, also you know. The kids were usually well-behaved, morally excellent citizens, just like the adults involved. And I can say that for polygamy, polygyandry, polygyny, polygynandry that I was told about by all the all these people involved. And um, the women said, Antonio, to be honest with you, we want you to get us all pregnant. And... Financially, you're good, I'm good, and, you know, you can have multiple women pregnant and be married to all of us. And I really love the idea, um, because we would have, 
each child would would not be neglected because each adult, the women, including me, we don't neglect each other. And the women would neglect the kids and the kids would be able to spend plenty of time with the mothers. And we would all be father figure, mother figures to the kids. And I would have father figures in the kids' life make sure there are other good men who help me out. So that's why I think polygyny would work out well for me. Now, what are like my thoughts on domestic partnerships? Well, for those that don't know, not everybody knows what that means. A domestic partnership is a relationship usually between couples who live together and share a common domestic life, but are not married to each other or to anyone else. People in domestic partnerships receive legal benefits that guarantee right of survivorship, hospital visitation, other rights. Well, I think the domestic partnerships can be wonderful because there are some people who feel like, you know, living together has worked out fine. The romance is fabulous. The sex is fantastic. Um, in certain situations, oh, we're child-free, but we love children. Or, you know... We love children, that's why we had our own kids. But either way, the situation with the kids was of of serene tranquility. And um, what I really like is that um, some people feel like I don't need marriage to prove my commitment to a person. In my heart, I've already married them. That's all the marriage needed. Legally, we know how to take care of each other, alive and in death. There is no fight over wills and estates because we've worked that out verbally with each other. So we know who gets what when the other passes away. And, um, plus they feel like, why should the federal government or the state government or the, in certain cases, the continental government or national government have to decide for us what safe, sane, safe, sane, um, smart adults should figure out on their own. They're like, why does the government have to f- figure out everything for us adults when we can figure out basic things for ourselves? Like, okay. Okay, budgeting. Bam, we got it. The government doesn't need to budget for us. Or, okay, in terms of medical care. This is how... This is the proper medication, the proper surgeries, the proper doctors, proper dentists. Bam, we don't need the government to tell us who our medical team should be. We determine that for ourselves. And, you know, they feel like, look, 
you know, in terms of income, why do I need the government to tell me how to split up the income? We split up the income on our own, worked out decently for us. No financial fraud, so we're fine. We're more than just fine. So overall, I really enjoy domestic partnerships. Um, I feel like that's fantastic. I love domestic partnerships. Next, um, how do I feel about civil partnerships? For example, civil partnership in the United Kingdom is a form of civil union between couples open to both same-sex couples and opposite-sex couples. Um, It was introduced via the Civil Partnership Act 2004 by the Labor government. The act initially permitted only same-sex couples to form civil partnerships, but the law was expanded to include opposite-sex couples in 2019. I think that it is a magnificent beauty. I just love that um, the entire gender and sexual diversity can have their own self-defined civil partnerships that are rightfully all theirs. So I'm happy with civil partnerships. And I'll say this. I love cisgender heterosexual polygamy. I love cisgender heterosexual polyandry. I love cisgender heterosexual polygyny. I love cisgender heterosexual polygynandry. And I love LGBTQI plus gender nonconforming polygamy. I love LGBTQI plus gender nonconforming polyandry. I love LGBTQI plus gender nonconforming polygyny. I love LGBTQI plus gender nonconforming polygynandry too. I love um, cisgender heterosexual domestic partnerships. I love LGBTQI plus um, gender non, gen, you know, non-binary, gender non-conforming domestic partnerships too. I love um, cisgender heterosexual civil partnerships, and I love LGBTQI plus non-binary, gender non-conforming civil partnerships as well. Um, I love cisgender heterosexual cohabitation. And I love LGBTQI plus non-binary, gender non-conforming cohabitation as well. Next, let's talk about um, civil unions. Um, A civil union, also known as a civil partnership, is a legally recognized arrangement similar to marriage 
credit primarily as a means to provide recognition in law for same-sex couples. Civil unions grant some or all the rights of marriage with child adoption being a common exception to title itself. It says civil unions under one name or another have been established by law in several mostly developed countries in order to provide legal recognition of relationships formed by unmarried same-sex couples and to afford them rights, benefits, tax breaks, and responsibilities similar identical to those of legally married couples. As a supporter of LGBTQI plus rights, I view civil unions as separate but equal and second class status. I view civil rights as a first step towards establishing same sex marriage. As a LGBTQI plus rights campaigner myself. And I approve of same-sex marriage. Also known as gay marriage. What are my thoughts on common law marriage? Before I go any further, I'll tell you what it means. The terminology. Um, Common law marriage is a marriage that takes legal effect without the prerequisites of a marriage license or participation in a marriage ceremony. The marriage occurs when two people are legally capable of being married and who intend to be married, live together as a married couple, hold themselves out to the world as a married couple. It is often used colloquially or by the media referred to cohabitating couples regardless of any legal rights or religious implications involved. This can create confusion in regard to the term into legal rights of unmarried partners in addition to the actual status of the couple referred to. Well, okay, there's more. The term common law marriage is often used incorrectly to describe various types of couple relationships such as cohabitation, whether or not registered or other legally formalized relations. Although these interpersonal relations are often called common law marriage, they differ from its original meaning that they are not legally recognized as marriages, but may be a parallel interpersonal status such as domestic partnership, registered partnership, conjugal union, or civil union. Non-marital relationship contracts are not necessarily recognized from one jurisdiction to another. 
sometimes they're identified as unmarried spouses for many purposes, such as tax and financial claims, and within those contexts, it's treated the same as married spouses. Um, I support common law marriages. I do not have a problem with adults taking care of each other. It's harmless. I see no red flags. So I have uh, more to share. I feel like, um, In regards to the concept of of registered partnerships, I think that I am very big on mutual respectfulness as long as that's achieved in it I am for registered partnerships now many people want to know um okay how do I feel about Divorce, well, you should only divorce if there's irreconcilable differences, if there's cheating, if there's abuse. If there's a lack of chemistry, a lack of compatibility. And if the sex is subpar, S-E-B-P-A-R, and if y'all are just clearly not right for each other, those are the, or if there's addiction, addiction issues and self-destructive behavior, those are my reasons for the permittance of divorce. Um, how do I feel about open marriages and open relationships? Um, I dare say that there are people that 
are capable of being romantically responsible, romantically accountable, sexually responsible, sexually accountable. So because there are self-controlled people in this world, open marriage, open relationships work out well for them. Um, so... How do I feel about arranged marriages? I feel that people should choose their partners. Um, I feel that there have been arranged marriages where it's worked out well and there have in which I, I support that kind of arranged marriages and there have been other arranged marriages where it didn't work out well, so I don't support those kinds of arranged marriages, but I prefer people choosing their own partners. Um, So how do I feel? About. Casual sex. Um. Casual sex can be healthy if there's bodily integrity, bodily autonomy, heart integrity, heart autonomy, soul integrity, soul autonomy, mind integrity, mind autonomy, memories integrity, memories autonomy. Um, how do I feel about one night stands? As long as nobody's being demeaned, and as long as there is um, as long as there's um, mutually agreed upon expectations and as long as there is sexual caution, sexual precaution, 
like not putting each other in bad sexual situations, then I'm all for one night stands. How do I feel about friends with benefits and booty calls? Um, well, if they um, don't discard each other's humanity and They are emotionally intelligent, emotionally literate people, then both are fine. Um, How do I feel about anonymous sex? I've met people where two types of anonymous sex happen. The one where barely knew each other and it turned out fine the other one where they barely knew it barely knew each other and turned out horribly so if you're gonna go about anonymous sex at least do the healthy one don't do the unhealthy one i just named i prefer to have history with each other before we have sex, but teach their own. Um, so now you know my thoughts on social sex and single encounters. Um, so how do you, so you're asking me what are my views on hooking up, hookups, hookup culture? Um, I dare say make sure it's true. Make sure it's kind. Make sure it's necessary. Make sure it improves upon the silence. Make sure it's inspiring in all the right ways and make sure that it is helpful. So hookups, hooking up, and hookup culture are beautiful in those ways. How do I feel about swinging? Well,
As long as it strengthens the relationship of the couples as a healthy outlet for them and they see that merely social and recreational interaction with others improves their union, um, increased quality, quantity, frequency of sex, and adding variety to their otherwise conventional sex lives over curiosity and, is, and being often more deliberate, therefore much more honest than infidelity. That all makes sense to me. So I'm for swinging. Um, okay, someone asked me, what are my views on backup partners? I just tell people, treat each other right, and you wouldn't have to worry about a backup partner, but I feel that some people may not know the relationship is bad once it's bad, that they go to the partner that turned out to be right for them this whole time. Sometimes backup partners are intentional, which I think it shows people people got to work on themselves before they get a relationship so you wouldn't have a backup partner as an issue. And then there's some people in dire situations where the partner's mistreating and abusing them, so they have their standby lover as their lover, their primary and other times only lover. So um, I just let people know, hey, Be with the person who's right for you instead of the person who's wrong for you. That's how I feel about backup partners. Next, how do I feel about cottaging? Um, I would just say... Don't lead each other on if you truly don't want to be committed. I would say cottaging can be good if you, no one's hiding their sexuality and everyone's on the same page about their sexuality and you're not being feckless nor reckless. So cottaging is good. How do I feel about gay beats? Well, no indecent exposure. So if you're going to, Um, have that kind of sex, you know, men have sex with men in that way. Um, keep the children away. Doesn't, you know, those are my only rules. I love gay beats. Um, so what are my views on dogging? Well, As long as their ethical adult voyeurism, ethical adult exhibitionism, 
and just treat each other the way human beings should be treated and there's no creepiness no crookedness going on and no deviancies and no perversions then I'm all for dogging what are my views on fornication um fornication can be healthy for some people. Because there are some people who are able to have healthy self-esteem. They are of human decency. They're not control freaks. They don't live their lives They don't live on the live their lives living on edge. They don't do self abuse. They're not menaces to society. They they respect adults. They respect kids. They're golden rule, silver rule, platinum rule people. And they are of inner beauty. Which is a big reason why they have outer beauty. So fornication can be healthy. And it can be healthy for some people. Now we know that fornication is not for everybody. Because some people. Marriages and monogamy are true facets of their nature. So some people are better off with married sex and some people are better off with fornication. Um, Some people that fornicate get married and some people that fornicate never get married. Um, But 
Some people tried fornication and work out for them, and some people tried fornication and worked out well for them. Teach their own. I feel like, what are my thoughts on premarital sex? I feel that some people are into, well, I need to know if we are sexually on the same page before we say I do to each other on our wedding day. So premarital sex can be healthy. Now, for some people, premarital sex is not the way that they figure out their sexual on the same page. Some people feel like, well, just us talking and just us um, hearing each other out and just us processing what we're saying, you know, I already know we're on the same page. That's some people's lives. Some people go, well, already the vibe I give, I know we're going to be fine. Then there's some people who feel like, well, that's not the way I learn. I learn by actually having it. So, marital sex is a beautiful story for some and a horror story for other people. Um, so, what are my thoughts on extramarital sex? As long as it's in the confines of ethical non-monogamy, I approve of it. If it's in the confines of... Affairs... Online affairs... Extramarital affairs, romantic affairs... And just sexual affairs, emotional affairs, then I I disapprove of those kinds of extramarital sex. As you all know, I just hate cheating. Period. Um. I feel like. So people want to know what are my thoughts on recreational sex? Well, I feel that um, I'll tell people no compulsivity, no impulsivity. Don't put each other in bad medically situations and no unwanted pregnancies, no unwanted children. If those words can be followed, then I'm all for recreational sex. Um, so people want to know 
like what are my um well since we're on sex let's keep going so what are my thoughts on group sex well I say this make sure that everyone is seen, heard, affirmed. And make sure that everyone is cherished and appreciated. So I'm all for group sex. So basically I want to know what are my thoughts on Circle Jerks Daisy chains, gang bangs, worst gang bangs, threesomes, three ways, foursomes, or four ways, double penetrations, Manchurian, monogamous group sex, same room sex, soft swapping, and swinger party gatherings, sex parties, sex clubs, brothels, massage parlors, orgies, and bunga bunga orgies. Here are my rules for all those forms of sex and sexual environments. Um. I would say be clear about the your sexual intentions and why your sexual intentions are those ways. Have sex out of joy. Don't have sex out of trauma. And lastly, I'll say... Have sex to add to your life instead of sex being your entire true identity... um, Identification... So I'm for all those forms of group sex and sexual environments, as you know. So many people want to know, okay, how do I feel about the nightlife? Pubs, bars, nightclubs, parties, live music, concerts, cabarets, theaters, cinemas, shows, nightlife venues, and nightlife entertainment, and night owls. I'll just say this. Don't do it too much. And don't do it too little. Be just right. I love the entire nightlife. So many people ask me, what are your views on alcohol? Um... I love alcohol in moderation. I believe we should be well-rounded, well-adjusted, well-unified. Again, I I believe we should be well-rounded, well-adjusted, well-unified, and well-balanced when it comes to alcohol. 
So what are my views on sex work? Well, I am for the human health and labor rights of sex workers and their clients. I am for the decriminalization of sex work. Um, I am I am someone that I am a sex positive feminist. I'm I'm uh, I'm a member of the sex positive movement. Am sex positive. Um I feel that for me, that um, adult, I feel that ethical adult sex work is a career option in which the free market Okay, I feel that ethical adult sex work is a career option in which the free market is being taken advantage of and adults' claims over their own bodies. I feel that ethical adult sex work is a free choice. I feel that ethical adult sex work is a transaction where no one is harmed and all the persons involved are the are mutually enthusiastically consenting adults. I feel that sex trafficking and coercion into the industry can be effectively reduced if sex work is legalized and or decriminalized. Notice I said ethical adult sex work. No children involved. I feel that Ethical adult sex work could become a legal business and human rights and workers' rights could be enforced by effective regulations such as fair, regular pay. I feel that ethical adult sex work is no more moral or immoral than other jobs. I feel that the criminalization of ethical adult sex workers only exacerbates problems that they are already facing. Therefore, decriminalization and or legalization can be a starting point to addressing these issues compassionately. I say that the rapes, I'm sorry, I say that the rates of rape could decrease if ethical adult sex work were legalized and or decriminalized. I feel that there will always be 
adults willing to pay for sex. There will always be adults willing to offer it, making mutually enthusiastically consenting adult ethical adult sex work a crime will not help these adults. I feel that the spread of diseases can be hindered through the legalization and or decriminalization of ethical adult sex work, such as through regular mandated health checks and required um, safer sex practices. I feel that decriminalization and illegalization can protect ethical adult sex workers from violence most effectively, such as through on-site security at venues such as brothels and systems such as panic buttons, as well as the ability for ethical adult sex workers to report abuse and crimes to the police without the fear of prosecution for committing illegal activity. So you already know I love sex work. And so as long as sex workers' rights are honored, that means I am for webcam modeling and pornographic modeling. That means I am for adult adult content description services and strippers. That means I am for naked butlers and pole dancing. That means I am for phone sex operators. That means I am for erotic dancing. That means I'm for erotic massages. That means I'm for pornographic film acting. That means I'm for peep show performers. That means I'm for escort services and girlfriend experience. That means I'm for the boyfriend experience and sugar babies and sugaring. That means I'm for treating in the social context of dating. That means I'm for sugar babying. That means I'm for sexual surrogates. That means I'm for uh, street prostitution. That means I'm for indoor prostitution. That means I'm for brothel work. I'm for Massage parlor related prostitution. I'm for bar casino prostitution. I'm for dominatrices. Um, I'm for law and reason. Um, so because I'm for sex workers' rights, I'm for erotic dances. I'm for can-can, I'm for cage dance, I'm for go-go dance, I'm for hoochie-coochie, I'm for mushroom, I'm for sex exercise, I'm for striptease, exotic dancers, I'm for pole dance, I'm for bubble dance, I'm for fan dance, I'm for gown and glove striptease, I'm for lap dance, I'm for couch dance, I'm for contact dance, I'm for limb lap dance, I'm for dance of the seven veils, I'm for table dance, I'm for grinding, I'm for neo-burlesque, I'm for twerking. Um... That means I'm for nudist-only resorts, I'm for nude beaches, I'm for sex motels. I'm I'm for sex hotels and for love motels, and um, I'm for swinger clubs, for lifestyle clubs, for massage parlors, for for brothels. I'm for sex clubs, and um, that means that.
I am for sex spas, I'm for strip clubs, I'm for burlesque shows, I'm for erotic cinema, for live sex shows, I'm for sex conferences and conventions, I'm for co- porn conferences and, conven- and porn conventions, I'm for escort services, I'm for sex museums. That means I'm for bisexual bathhouses, I'm for gay bathhouses, I'm for lesbian bathhouses. Um... That means I'm for ethical porn, I'm for feminist porn, I'm for healthy porn, I'm for ethical erotica, feminist erotica, healthy erotica. Um, I'm for the Declaration of Sexual Pleasure and for the Declaration of Sexual Rights. I'm pro-choice. I'm for abortion rights. I'm for reproductive rights. I'm for the sexual and health. I'm for sexual and reproductive health and rights. I'm for sexual health. I'm for reproductive health. Um... I'm for women's rights. I'm a feminist. Um, let me see here. Um, I'm for female-led relationships. If that's what works for them, I'm for it. I'm for the male relationships. If that's what works for them, I'm for it. I'm for the non-binary-led relationships. If that works for them, I'm for it. And uh, I'm for BDSM clubs. Um, I'm for ethical adult sex tourism. Um, I'm for healthy usage of medical marijuana, recreational marijuana, street marijuana. I'm for marijuana rights. I'm for the legalization of marijuana. Um, How do I feel about tattoos, body modifications, plastic surgeries, and reassignment surgeries? Um, I'm for all the above because... the people that have them are sweet-souled people. And all those three concepts are inherently harmless. Like, I feel like you can have all three and your life is not ruined at all. No one else's life is ruined at all, so I don't have a problem with them. Uh, how do I feel about piercings? Again, I don't have a problem with it because piercings don't ruin anybody else's life, not even the people who get them. Um, trying to see... Um, how do I feel about gambling? As long as you have economic integrity, I'm cool with it. 
Um, I'm also trying to see. How do I feel about adult comedy? I'm fine with all the comedic genres as long as it's not mean-spirited and evil-spirited. I prefer dirty comedy over clean comedy. That's just me. Um, How do I... That means... I love adult comedy clubs. I love adult comedy shows. I just do. So how do I feel about profanity? Y'all know I cuss, so... I value... Okay, it's like... I always love this George Carlin quote. Um, He said it best. Um... This best describes my views on profanity. There's absolutely nothing wrong with any of the words that society calls profane in and of themselves. They're only words. It's the context that counts. It's the user. It's the intention behind the words that makes them good or bad. The words are completely neutral. The words are innocent. I get tired of people talking about bad words and bad language. Bullshit. It's the context that makes them good or bad. The context that makes them good or bad. They're only words. You can't be afraid of words that speak the truth. Even if even if it's an unpleasant truth. Yeah, I agree with Carl George Carlin who says he doesn't like words that conceal reality. Yeah, I don't like words that conceal reality either. I don't like words that take the life out of life. I agree with him on that. I'm not really into soft language myself. And like George Carlin, I also don't like words that hide the truth. Those are my thoughts on profanity. Um, I 
I feel like for me, of course people want to know, what am I, okay, here's a big one. So Tony, what are your thoughts on LGBTQI plus culture, queer culture, gay culture, transgender culture, um, pride parades, rainbow flags, uh, trans flags, pride flags, drag kings, drag queens, drag shows, LGBTQI plus social movements, uh, gay villages, gay brotherhoods. Um, LGBTQI plus advocacy, LGBTQI plus community organizing themselves into or support movements for civil rights, but LGBTQI plus rights in various places around the world, um, gay bars, lesbian bars, gay clubs, lesbian clubs, um, gay. Uh, lesbian culture, bisexual culture, bisexual culture, transgender culture, gay people's culture, pride events, pride flags. Um, I feel I and and being um, gay friendly, LGBTQ plus friendly. And non-binary, um, gender non-conform, how to feel about all that. I support all the above because I am about compassionate love. <sighs> what are my thoughts on the secular movement, secularity? Unbelieving, non-believing, unbelievers, non-believers. I feel inner peace. I feel world peace. So I feel good about secularity. I feel good about secularization. I feel good about secularism. I feel good about secular people. Um, I feel about the ordination licensing of women, LGBTQ plus people. Those are phenomenal and outstanding and upstanding. I feel about women, LGBTQ plus people pastoring. I think it's gorgeous. Um, I feel about women, LGBTQ plus preaching. I think it's lovely. Um... How I feel about promiscuity. This is the best way to, to 
know how I feel about promiscuity. If you act promiscuous, if you act promiscuously because you love sex, want to explore you, yours, and others' bodies, and want to feel free and powerful in how you use your body, being promiscuous can be perfectly healthy. Even though society often places judgment on people who have casual sex, it is possible to do so in an emotionally healthy way, just like it's possible to have multiple sexual partners at once in a healthy way. That's how I feel. You enjoy sex, feel powerful, freeing your body, enjoy sharing your body with others. To me, that's emotionally healthy promiscuity, too. Provided you're acting promiscuously as a way of celebrating, enjoying your body and your freedom, and all, and all of age parties involved are informed and consenting, promiscuity can be a healthy and healing form of sexual expression and exploration. Yes. And I value the importance of exercise and caution with partners, whether you're promiscuous or not. That's it. I feel like, um, I really enjoyed answering such questions because, um, I think it's truly wonderful. That I was able to have myself heard. I don't have a problem with revealing clothes. You know, I... There are appropriate times to wear revealing clothes. They really are. In appropriate environments to wear revealing clothes. How about about sex scenes and movies and television? As long as they portray sex accurately, I'm all for it. Another thing I've noticed is that this episode has truly been liberating for me to do because unless people know where I stand on things so nobody's confused about how I feel. Um, so there are many forms of polyamory I want to get into because 
People are like, well, so it's going to go there, go there all the way, Antonio. Okay, I'll go there all the way. Um, I feel... For examples, I love triad, I love quad, I love V, I love solo polyamory, I love polycule, I love hierarchical poly, I love anchor partners, I love kitchen table poly, I love parallel poly. I love polyfidelity. I love relationship anarchy. The benefits of having polyamorous relationships include compersion, experience of genuine joy a partner has for their partner, who they know is enjoying the company and physical and emotional intimacy from others, improves communication between all parties, allows people to try new things and experiences. Self-expression is valued and encouraged. Lower pressure to meet the emotional and physical needs of a of a partner. So, I love, you know, I love polyamory. Um, okay, so I'm trying to figure out what are my other thoughts. My other thoughts are... Uh, what is my thoughts on ethical non-monogamy? I appreciate it. It's a noble concept. Um, and here are the reasons why I think ethical non-monogamy is beautiful. They want to explore their sexuality. To some people, one partner at a time makes them feel like they can't explore their sexuality or romanticism to the fullest. Ethical non-monogamy allows them to explore their sexuality while still being fully committed to one person. They love more than one person at a time. They lust more than one person at a time. Some people are programmed to romantically love and sexually love two and more, two and or more people and feel monogamy holds them back from their truest self. Partners believe monogamy is the product of jealous or possessive feelings. Non-monogamy involves letting go of these feelings to experience more love. Some people like having variety in their sex and romantic life. Opening up their relationship allows them to do so without some of the limitations found within monogamy. One partner may not be able to meet all their needs. In some cases, a partner may not be in a position physically, mentally, spiritually, or emotionally to satisfy sexual romantic needs. For example, one person may be more turned on by kink or a certain type of sexual slash romantic playfulness. And non-monogamy allows these desires to be fulfilled by another person. Ooh, I got to fully answer the one night stand question. Here we go. Um, 
Here we go. So. The dues of a one night stand, as long as you aren't doing any, as long as you, as long as you aren't doing anything that you don't want to do, everything is consensual and safe. No one is breaking the law. No one is being physically or emotionally hurt slash abused. You are, you are both of age, physical age and emotional age. Your boundaries are being respected as a common denominator. You're both looking for and wanting the same thing. Communication is clear. You don't have unreal expectations. No one is trying to wake up engaged the morning after. You're not making yourself feel better in a moment at the expense of the other person's heart and emotional well-being. You're doing it to add to an already great life and life experiences, not literally make your life, your confidence, your self-esteem, and be the experience. You're in alignment with your own morals, values, and beliefs. That's how I feel about one-night stands in all forms of casual sex, actually. The dues of casual sex, uh, you can also add here, too. Um... Here are the don'ts of one night stands. It says, put a bandage on the cancer of your loneliness and insecurities. Nope. Emotionally cut in the name of reaffirming yourself, fulfilling prophecy that you aren't worth a real relationship. Nope. Carry out an experiment to see if you're so good that you can hook the other person to wanting more, whether that's more sex, relationship, whatever it may be. No. Seek validation, attention, love, or approval. No, fill a void because you don't know how to be alone. You are desperate for true love, but are always in a limited state. You crave intimacy, but feel like you don't have the social skills or confidence for anything more than physical intimacy. No, feed an addiction. For some people, when I stand casual sex, they treat it like a full-blown addiction because you feel so worthless and unloved. You become addicted to feeling wanted special love for a night. No, those are the don'ts of one night stands. Those are all the don'ts of casual sex, too. And lastly, not lastly, but Antonio, how do you feel about out of wedlock pregnancies, out of wedlock children, out of wedlock parenting, out of wedlock child rearing, just people born in this world and their parents weren't married when they were conceived during the whole pregnancy and after they were born. I don't have a problem at all whatsoever with any of these realities because as long as people are financially awesome, um, they have solid mental health, they're solid human beings, they put their kids around people that protect them and they do their best to put their kids in decent schools and they're just excellent at raising children. I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with any of it at all. Um, how do you feel about marital kissing and people kissing not married and masturbating not married? And those are medically... Those are medically suitable. Medically suitable. That's how I feel about it. Um, And Tony, how do you feel about corporal punishment? I'm against it. 
it should not be done in schools, it should not be done in homes, it should not be done in families, it should not be done anywhere. It should not be done everywhere because corporal punishment teaches kids that um, violence solves problems and that violence resolves issues and conflicts. Usually violence does not solve any problem. Usually violence does not resolve any issue nor any conflict. That's how I feel about the subject. Last question for you, Antonio. I feel about capital punishment. Um, There will always be people that will legally kill. As long as it's not done out of discrimination and not done out of bigotry. Um, and And it's about doing what the victim and their loved ones want. And, but let the victim control everything. I believe in... I found a middle ground on the capital punishment subject. Um, keep it as low as we can because it's unrealistic for it, to, for it to be completely abolished because people will always get angry that serial killers and rapists exist, so... I dare say, don't have it too high, but also understand that don't get carried away with it. I am for bigamy because I know that it is important to recognize that there are people who best express compassion and empathy in the form of multi-partnerships. I can care for you best in a multi-party system because each partner grows you. And some people experience growth best in a multi-party system in that way. So I'm for, um, so I'm for bigamy. Now this is the best way for me to close. So here we go. Sex tourism includes traveling to a specific destination for sexual experiences or services. When you make sex tourism ethical, your decisions are influenced by the following. You've researched the destination, the country, or state, and understand how they regulate sex tourism, example, sex clubs, strip clubs, sex works, etc. 
You've researched the destination, the country, or state, and understand laws impacting marginalized groups. For example, laws prohibiting gay marriage. You know whether sex work is legal and how the government ensures sex workers are protected and working on their own terms, not enforced. You apply the same rules to sex tourism as you do to everyday life. For example, you communicate in a healthy way. You ask for consent before engaging with anyone and respect other people's experiences, boundaries, and space. As ethical sex tourists, a sexy traveler, I do my best to visit places whose culture and practices align with my values. For example, a country who prohibits gay marriage has no place on my list. I feel all of these feelings. A country who prohibits abortion has no place on my list. A country who prohibits transgenderism has no place on my list. A country who prohibits fornication has no place on my list. A country who prohibits masturbation has no place on my list. A country who prohibits pornography has no place on my list. A country who prohibits secularity has no place on my list. A country who prohibits profanity has no place on my list. A country who prohibits adult comedy shows has no place on my list. A country prohibits casual sex has no place on my list. A country prohibits birth control has no place on my list. A country prohibits contraceptives has no place on my list. A country prohibits interracial relationships, interracial marriages has no place on my list. A country prohibits secular slash faith-based relationships has no place on my list. A country who prohibits... Tattoos has no place on my list. A country prohibits gender reassignment surgery, plastic surgery, and revealing clothes has no place on my list. A country who prohibits sex work has no place on my list. A country who prohibits neurodiversity and neurodivergence has no place on my list. A country who prohibits alcohol has no place on my list. A country who prohibits democracy has no place on my list. A country who prohibits the nightlife has no place on my list. A country who is in favor of the capital punishment for homosexuality and transgenderism has no place on my list. A country who has the capital punishment 
for adultery has no place on my list. A country who prohibits anti-racism has no place on my list. A country who glorifies authoritarianism, totalitarianism, Orwellian dictatorships and dictatorial regimes has no place on my list. I refuse to visit ultra-conservative islands. Um, for example, a country who prohibits erotica and curiosa has no place on my list. For example, a country who prohibits non-rated G movies and non-rated TV G. G shows has no place on my list. And lastly, for example, a country who prohibits evolution in favor of creationism has no place on my list. A country who prohibits freedom of religion, freedom from religion in favor of Religious nationalism, theonomies, theocracies have no place on my list. For example, a country who prohibits equal justice under the law has no place on my list. Why participate in sexy travel? This type of life experience is for everyone and in no way am I trying to convince you otherwise. There are many benefits of sexy travel, whether you intend to participate or not. Remaining sex positive about the experiences for others is critical. And here's why. 
By by keeping it ethical, you are not violating human rights nor participating in human trafficking. Ethical sex tourism empowers sex workers. Ethical sex tourism provides a safe and healthy outlet for people who don't have access to intimacy in their everyday lives. Ethical sex tourism benefits the economy. Don't believe me? Ask the Netherlands. Uh, By supporting exercising ethical behavior, you are practicing your belief in autonomy that sexuality is a private individual experience slash choice that governments should not be permitted to dictate. For me, sexy travel is also expansive. Exposing myself to diverse cultures, people, and experiences only serves me. Having these opportunities offers new perspectives that I can then share with you in hope of making this world a little more open, a little more sex positive, a little more pleasurable. And this is the best way for me to conclude. A country that prohibits the Universal Declaration of Human Rights has no place on my list. A country that prohibits interfaith relationships has no place on my list. A country that prohibits being unchurched, non-churched, and de-churched has no place on my list. A country that prohibits science, research, reading, writing, critical thinking, creative thinking, lateral thinking, Hypotheses, experiments, logic, reason, rationality, discernment, individuality, and autonomy has no place on my list. A country that prohibits singleness, child freedom, pet freedom, confirmed bachelor living, and living totally alone has no motherfucking place on my goddamn list. I say Fuck any country and fuck any island that prohibits me from being all things me.